Okay, Bismillah. The day six of the 99 names of Allah Ramadan series. So, Bismillah, Rabbi Shrahli Sadri, Wayasirli Amri. What is the intention behind this room? It's because Asma Allah of Allah. Quran, Asma ul Husna, Fad'uhu biha. And to Allah belongs the best name, so invoke him by them. Surah Al Araf, verse 180. And then we also have the hadith where the Prophet وسلم, said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to look at five names of Allah. Al-Muhsi, Al-Mubdi, Al-Mu'id, Al-Muhi, and Al-Munid. So Al-Muhsi. Al-Muhsi. He is the knower of each separate thing, the all-enumerating one. He's the one who takes account of every single thing, knows the detail of every aspect of life, so he knows when every leaf falls, he knows what we're going to be doing tomorrow, if he knows who's going to die today, he knows all those sort of things. And so Al-Muhsi comes from the root Ha-Sadiya, and it can mean to count, to record something, to take account of, to know. So we have this verse, وَكُلُّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ كِتَابًا But all things we have enumerated in writing. Naba, Surah Naba, uh, verse 29. And then we have another verse. On a day when their tongues, their hands, and their feet will bear witness against them as to what they used to do. Surah Nur, verse 24. So here, not only are we held account our hands, our tongues, our feet, they're going to bear witness on what we've done. So what we speak, do we gossip? Do we speak good? Our hands, what are we using for them for? Are we giving are we giving a helping hand or are we using it to drink alcohol or that sort of thing? Our feet, where are we using our feet? Where are we walking to? Are we walking to the masjid? Are we walking to a club? That sort of thing. What are we using? The, the blessings that Allah has bestowed upon us, are we using them for good or are we using them for ill, for bad intentions? Then we have another verse. And the record of deeds will be placed open, and you will see the criminals fearful of that within it, and they will say, Oh, woe to us! What is this book that leaves nothing small or great except that it has enumerated it? And they will find what they did present before them. And your Lord does injustice to no one. Surah Kahif, verse 49. And so this verse is telling us that everything we do, from the smallest of deeds or from the smallest of actions to the greatest of actions, it is accounted for. Allah is, has it all recorded. And the last bit, And your Lord does injustice to no one. So in this world that we're living in, so many people get away with crimes. Other people are put are put into jail for silly reasons. Some of them, there's some bias towards other towards specific races of people and that sort of thing. And so this verse is reminding us that Allah will, He is the most just. He is going to be the judge on the day of judgment. And so everything they have done, every action that every human being has done is over is recorded. And so, okay, they might not get their 
said, they might not be taken into account. They may not be judged correctly and justly here in this world, but in the in the hereafter, on the day of judgment, they will. They will be given punishment. They will be given reward depending on their actions. So let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this name. So this is al-Muhsid, the knower of each separate thing, is the one who knows each separate thing absolutely is the one in whose knowledge the limits of ob each object as well as its quantity and dimensions are revealed. So next. So we have these two names which Imam al-Ghazali actually describes together in Mubda al-Mu'id, but I'll go through them separately first. So al-Mubda is the beginner, the originator. He is the one who started, who created humanity. So everything that came into existence was from him. He is the one who started everything. He's the one who began this world and everything with him. And so this name, Al-Mubda, comes from the root Ba'd al-Hamza, and it can mean to begin, to create, to make something new, to commence, to start. So we have this verse, كُلْ هَلْ مِنْ شُرَكَائِكُمْ مَنْ يَبْدَأُوا الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُوا قُلْ اللَّهُ يَبْدَأُوا الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُوا فَإِنَّا تُوفَقُونَ Say, are there of your partners any who begins creation and then repeats it? Say, Allah begins creation and then repeats it. So how are you deluded? Surah Yunus, verse 34. So here Allah is saying, is anyone here on earth, can they, when this was uh, brought, this verse was brought down ages ago, but it can be relevant here where nowadays where people are like, oh yeah, I created this, oh I can do this, I can do this, but Allah is the only one who began creation, he can repeat it. People are just being deluded. Then we have another verse. أَوَلَمْ يَرُوا كَيْفَ يُبْدِئُوا اللَّهُ الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ إِنَّ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرُ Have they not considered how Allah begins creation and then repeats it? Indeed, that for Allah is easy. Surah Al-Kabut, verse 19. Then we have Al-Mu'id, the restorer. He's the one who brings humans back to life after death. Al-Mu'id comes from the root and it can mean to return, to reproduce, to restore, to renew. We have this verse, Indeed, it is he who originates and repeats. Surah Al-Buruj, verse 13. So, I, we often begin habits, don't we? Like, we'll be like, okay, from tomorrow I'm going to start working out, or tomorrow I'm going to cut coffee, and that sort of thing. And sometimes we forget about this habit, or we, like, we can't stick through with it. It just it becomes too hard on us. And, or for example, we start saying that we're going to pray sunnahs or do something that is of a sunnah and then we feel guilty because our fard, what we have to do, isn't as perfect as it should be. Or we mess something up and we feel like an imposter, we've got that imposter syndrome. But it's important to know that with this name that Allah is Al-Mu'id, He is the restorer. And so there's this hadith where Hanzala said to the Prophet wasallam that when we are in your company, we are reminded of hellfire and paradise as if we are seeing them with our own eyes. But whenever we go away from you and attend to our wives, children, and business, much of these things go out of our minds. Thereupon, Rasulullah said, By him in whose hand is my life, if your state of mind remains the same as it is in my presence, and you are always busy in remembrance of Allah, the angels will shake hands with you in your beds and in your paths. But alhamdulillah, time should be devoted to the worldly affairs and time should be devoted to prayer and meditation. And so this is quite important that sometimes we want to do so much, we're striving, especially with Ramadan, we just want to tick all these checklists. We want to 
اختم القران وي ونت فينيش ذا قران وي ونت ويك اب فور تهجد وي ونت براي اول ذا تراويح وي ونت دو سو ماني ثينجز اسبيشلي وين رمضان كمز بس اتس امبورتنت تو نو ذات we're humans we're going to make mistakes we're not perfect and that we can we can actually we should devote some time to the worldly affairs to our jobs to our work to our studies and that we have a time specific for prayer and for meditation there's another hadith where the prophet وسلم, said that faith wears out in your heart as clothes wear out so ask allah to renew the faith in your heart so again here allah his name and mu'id he is the restorer He can restore someone's faith that that was once a disbeliever, and he can they, he can become a believer through Allah. And so it's always important to renew our intentions, renew our faith, and just ask Allah to always thabbitna and the su'al to help us to renew our faith and that sort of thing. Then we have this verse: "Amman yabda'u al-khalqa thumma yu'iduhu, wa man yurzukum min al-sama'i wal-ard." Is he not best who begins creation and then repeats it and provides for you from the heaven and earth? Is there a deity with Allah? Say, produce your proof if you should be truthful. Surah An-Nimal, verse 64. Then let's see what Imam Al-Ghazali says about these two names, Al-Mubdi'u Al-Mu'id. The beginner, the restorer, mean the one who bestows existence. But when this origination is not preceded by something like it, it is called a beginning. And when it is preceded by something like it, it is called a restoration. So now God, may he be praised and exalted, initiated the creation of mankind. And he is also the one who will restore them. That is, gather them together on the day of resurrection. For all things began for him and are restored to him. Begin in him and in him are restored. So again, this is reminding us that We are brought on this earth by Allah, through Allah, and one day we're going to be taken away, we're going to die, and Allah is going to restore us, resurrect us on the day of judgment. So now let's go through these two other names. Again, here Imam al-Ghazali describes al-Muhyi and al-Munid together, but I'm going to go through them separately first. So al-Muhyi, the life giver, he is the only one who can bring anything or anyone to life. He has created everything from nothing and gives them life to live. So we have al-muhi that it comes from the root ya-ha-ya-ya and it can mean to live, to become distinct, to revive, to call into being, and to be whole. So we have this verse وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنَّكَ تَرَى الْأَرْضَ خَاشِعَةً فَإِذَا أَنْزَلْنَا عَلَيْهَا الْمَاءَ اِهْتَزَّتْ وَرَبَطْ إِنَّ الَّذِي أَحْيَاهَا هَلْمُحِي الْمَوْتَى Sorry, And of his signs is that you see the earth stilled, but when we send down upon it rain, it quivers and grows. Indeed, he who has given it life is the giver of life to the dead. Indeed, he is over all things competent. Verses, uh, Surah Fusilat, verse 39. And then we have another similar verse. فَأَنظُرْ إِلَىٰ آثَارِ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ كَيْفَ يُحْيِي الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا إِنَّ ذَلِكَ لَا مُحْيِي الْمَوْتَ وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ So observe the effects of the mercy of Allah, how He gives life to the earth after its lifelessness. Indeed, that same one will give life to the dead, and He is over all things competent. Surah Al-Rum, verse 50. And so if we look back a year before when COVID, when the pandemic came and hit and 
life became, came to a standstill, right? And I'm sure you've all seen these like videos and posts of how Venice, the water was used to be so green. And then when COVID hit and when traveling stopped, the water became so clear or just how like mother nature was restored, the trees, the grass, the swans, everything was clear, the water was cleaned. And so this is an example of how how Allah is so merciful, how he gives life to the earth after it's dead and how he gives life to humans and that sort of thing. And how when it rains, flowers bloom. We're in the season of spring right now and we can see a difference from winter to spring, how the leaves had fallen, but now all these trees are growing their beautiful leaves. We can see the colors of green, the flowers are growing, beautiful colors of pink, all those sort of things. This is just showing how Allah gives life to things. So if we look at the other name, Al-Mumit, Al-Mumit is the slayer, the inflictor of death, the creator of death. He's the one who takes away someone's soul and causes them to die. Al-Mumit comes from the root Mim Wauta, and it can mean to die, to pass away, to become lifeless, to be still. So we have this verse, لَهُ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ his is the dominion of the heavens and earth. He gives life and causes death, and he is over all things competent. Surah uh, Al Hadith, verse 2. Then we have another verse. He it is who gives life and causes death, and when he decrees a matter, he but says to it, Be, and it is. So for anyone who's born, he says be, and they are born. For anyone who's dying, he says be, and they die. That sort of thing. He gives life and causes death. And it's under his decree. Surah Ghafir, verse 68. So I'm sure with this name, it's all talking about death, and, that's, and we sort of start trying to stray away from death, but we should actually embrace death and just understand it and learn more about it, because I'm sure many of us have lost loved ones. And... The thing about still being alive, still being on this earth, even though we've lost loved ones and we're mourning them and we're grieving them and we miss them so much, the beautiful thing is that we can make dua for them still. We can pray for them. We can do charity for them. Sadaqajariya. Like, we are still on this earth. We, we can do good for them. We can leave a good impression for the people, for our offspring, for generations to come. And... Allah literally verifies that death is real and death is the truth and it's it, it will come to every single one of us with this verse Every soul will taste death, then to us will you be returned Surah Ankabut verse 57 And so this is just again reminding us and confirming that death is real and every soul, every soul is going to taste death and then we're going to be returned we're on the Day of Judgment, we're going to be awakened, and that we're going to be given our judgment. And so there's this hadith where the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, When Allah wills good for his slave, he sweetens him. He was asked, what is this sweetening? He said, Allah guides him to do righteous deeds before he dies. Then he takes his soul whilst he is in that state. So if you think about this hadith, it's, it just shows how beautiful, how merciful Allah is that when he, when he, before he even takes someone's soul away, if he wills good for that slave, he sweetens him by guiding him to do righteous deeds before dying. So rather than being strayed away or doing bad, 
Allah is guiding that person to do good deeds, to rack up all those good deeds, all those to be put on the good list and that sort of thing before being taken away, before dying. And that just shows how merciful and amazing our Lord is. So let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this, these two names, al-Muhiwul Mumid, the life giver, the slayer. This also comes down to bringing into existence. But when an object is life, making it is called animation. While if the object is death, doing it is called killing. None is the creator of death and of life, but God. May he be praised and exalted. And so there is no life giver or slayer, but God, great and glorious. So let's end today's halaqa with a dua using some of the beautiful names that we've learned today. And I ask that Allah accepts this dua from us. <clears throat> Bismillah. Ya Allah, you are the Muhsi, the knower of things, the Mubdi, the beginner, Mubdi, the beginner, the Mu'id, the restorer, the Muhi, the life giver, and the Mumid, the creator of death. So Ya Allah, give us patience and strength that when no death knocks on our doors and takes our loved ones, that we are okay, that we are, we are content with your decree. Ya Allah, bless our hearts with the strength and the love and faith to continue on this righteous path to continue to do good, good in our actions, our intentions. Ya Allah, remind us of death and your truth and allow La ilaha illallah wa Muhammadan Rasulullah to be our last words when our soul is taken. Please, Ya Allah, take our soul when you are pleased with us, when we have done enough good, when you are, when you are pleased with our actions and allow peace to enter our hearts, Ya Allah. And allow us to forgive those who have wronged us or upset us before it is too late to forgive. Ya Allah, Ameen. Subhanaka Allahi wa bihamdika. Shadwana la ilaha illallah. Wa shadwana Muhammadan Rasulullah. Assalamu alaikum.